Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is uh, one of our church members, uh, Brother Caleb Reardon. Uh, Brother Caleb Reardon is one of our Sunday school teachers, a layman at Northwest Bible Baptist Church, and is a graduate of Providence Baptist College. And we're happy to have you with us today. Thank you. So we want to talk a little bit about something that I think can really help a lot of young uh, teenagers. Maybe they're about to graduate high school. Uh, and the topic is, I guess, why go to Bible college? Okay. Why go to Bible college? Yeah. And I picked you for this topic and asked you to speak on this topic for this reason. You're a graduate of Bible college, yet you're not a pastor. You're mm. not an assistant pastor, missionary evangelist. You're not a full-time, you know, Christian worker in ministry. Right. Um, yet you are a graduate of Bible college. And mm -hmm. the temptation might be for some to think out there like, oh, what a waste of time. The guy went to Bible college for four years and he didn't even end up in ministry. So obviously I don't agree with that thought. Right. You don't agree with that thought. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that. But yeah. first, could you give us some background um, as to the home you were raised in, the ministry you were raised in, and you know, kind of how you were steered toward Bible college in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. So I was born and raised in a ministry home full-time Christian service. My dad was an assistant pastor. Um, I grew up at Faith Baptist Church in Bourbonnais mm -hmm. um, under Pastor Terry Angel. And uh, I think most kids that are in a ministry home, it feels like they're, there's one or the other. They're either very directed towards being in the ministry um, at an early age, or unfortunately, they have no desire to be in the ministry. And uh, I think as a credit to my pastor uh, growing up and, and my parents too, that was never the case. I never had feelings to, against being in the ministry or anything like that. Um, I had a desire to serve in ministry. I loved working in the ministry at my church growing up, um, working in on the bus route especially. I was able to um, run a bus route as an older teenager and loved being in the ministry and loved being in a ministry home, uh, but it was never called to preach. Um, mm -hmm. Went to camps and conferences uh, growing up and I uh, was never called to preach. I wasn't the most spiritual, probably the most spiritual guy in, in my youth group, but um, I still was, you know, very much wanted to serve the Lord, uh, wanted to be a good Christian, uh, but never had a desire to preach or felt a call to be a preacher. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that was me growing up uh, in a ministry home. I like what you said, and I, I think it is true. I didn't grow up in a ministry home. Uh, where my dad was in full-time Christian work. He was just a layman in our church, the same church, in fact. We've known yeah. each other for years and years, yeah. and I've known your dad for years, and it's very influential in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I've seen kids that grew up in a pastor's home, and either they are, they love ministry, they love God, or it can be the complete opposite, where they hate ministry. They're yeah. almost bitter at God for the home they grew up in. Right. And uh, I'm glad that, although you didn't feel called to ministry, you weren't, you know, yeah. completely antagonistic against right. the idea as well. And it's possible for someone to not be called to preach and yet be yielded yeah. and open to whatever God has for them to do. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be either of two extremes. You right. can, you oh, know, no. be uncalled to, to full-time ministry and yet love to serve God. Absolutely. So absolutely. what was it as you got toward your high school years, what was your what was your outlook? What was your direction? Yeah. Uh, did you have a desire to go to Bible college? Was that something that from the outset you knew you were going to do, even though you weren't called to preach? What, mm -hmm. what, where were you at? 
So I would say no. Going to Bible college wasn't, it was on my radar, but it wasn't definitely in my plan personally. Mm-hmm. Um, as I got to be an older teenager, I was really interested in writing and, and journalism and, and that kind of thing. And I thought I was pretty good at it. Um, but uh, I started really focusing on that and I got a job as a teenager working in that field. Mm-hmm. And it just gave me such a desire to get into that field and I just really enjoyed it. And so I really, my dad had always preached to me about having direction. Um, he'd never called me into the ministry. Um, my pastor never called me into the ministry. They, they believed that was something that God would do um, if he wanted me to be, but they always wanted me to have a direction, right, as a young man. And so I had a, a direction that I was aimed in that was in that field. And I had a desire to go to a secular college. I had a couple that I had applied for and even gotten accepted to. Um, I was doing, uh, writing these big papers and trying to get into these big universities. Yeah. Really excited about it and, and all that. Well, going into my senior year uh, attending camp, I, I started to think a lot about what my pastor and my dad had given so many other men, young men going, you know, leaving their home um, and growing up, given them the, the advice of going to a year of Bible college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started to think about that and all my life growing up, whenever I had a decision that I needed to make, I always defaulted to my pastor and my parents. And uh, I, I thought to myself, as, as a teenager, that was good enough for me. And I, I had sure. a pretty happy life. And yeah. God had taken care of me and given me some really cool opportunities, even as a teenager. So I thought to myself, you know what? If, if I'm going to do that as a teenager, what, what would be the harm in doing that one last time? Almost mm-hmm. is what I thought. Like, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just defer to what my pastor thinks and what my parents think, and I'm going to give it a shot. So I didn't come to Bible college with this, oh, my pastor made me do it. I really didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, or my parents made me do it. And uh, it wasn't that. It was, it was more out of respect and really kind of trying to honor them and what I think that they would have wanted for me, sure. you know. So I said, you know what, I'll go for a year. Uh, I'll go for a year of Bible college, and then after that I'll go and uh, I'll join, you know, go to this secular university and, and follow my plan or, you know, my path. And I thought, well, when I come to Bible college, I, there's a few things that I can learn while I'm here, right? Sure. So even coming in my first year, the classes I picked were strategically helping me with writing in, in, in English. I was like selecting English classes, <laughs> which no one does, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I, was, I was looking, I still had a plan, I still had a direction, so, but I thought, you know what, I'm gonna default to my pastor and my parents and, and give God one year. Yeah, well I think a lot of kids, they, you, there's no such thing as having no direction. You're always pointed somewhere. Right. And you talked about deferring to your pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, about this decision, well, you will always defer to someone. Yeah. You will always submit yourself to someone's right. advice. Uh, you can't just make up your own mind because you're not making up your own mind. Right. You're you're being influenced by someone. Oh, hundred percent. And so yeah. by once again, you know, like you said for the last time, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to submit myself to my pastor right. and ask his advice on something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's so true. It's something that every young person needs to do. Just yeah. because you're graduating high school doesn't mean you're your own man and now you make right. your own decisions. Let's, let's get honest. Up until uh, you, know, you graduate high school, your parents have told you when to brush your teeth, 
Yeah. When you go to bed, oh, yeah. what you're going to wear, right. where, where you're going to be, and you're you know, going to when you're going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be home at this time, so all these things. Yeah. You turn 18 and magically that goes away? No, no absolutely, absolutely not. You're right. still submitting yourself. So yeah. you end up at Bible college for one year. All mm -hmm. right. So was Bible college everything you expected it to be? Uh, were there some things that surprised you mm -hmm. uh, that you know, I didn't expect this? Yeah, I, I would say... Um, I was a little spiritually immature, or still probably, you know, immature in general, right, yeah. when I came. Uh, but I, I was really nervous about Bible college. Um, for one, you know, my I thought, is it going to just be big, a big camp? Is it going to feel like camp or a youth conference, yeah. right, all the time? All that rot. You know how yeah. youth conference and camp, there's always activities and things going on. I thought, is that what it's going to be? Because I don't know if I could handle that. That's yeah. just a lot going on, right? Um, so I had that thought in my mind. And then my other big fear was, well, you know, Bible college is, you know, it's a boot camp for men that want to become full-time Christian servants, right? Mm -hmm. um, how am I going to fit in, right? Am I going to be kind of looked down on for one? Am I going to be looked down on because I'm not called to preach, you know? Um, am I going to fit in with anybody, right? What is, what is that going to be like? And I was really nervous about that. And it, yeah. I will say, coming to Providence, that wasn't the the feelings I got when I came here at all, mm -hmm. right? Um, the staff and faculty welcomed me. Um, I, I was able to kind of talk about some of my plans with members of the faculty, and they didn't um, squelch them or anything like that. They were very interested in what my plans were, and they gave yeah. me some advice, helpful advice, sure. that I still look back on. Uh, guys that, you know, older men in the, in the, in Bible college, some of them were married men. Um, some of the, the guys my age that were called into ministry who maybe they were called when they were six years old, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I got to be fast friends with them. Mm -hmm. And they never looked down on me because, you know, I wasn't really maybe as sure with my direction as they were. Um, we were all working in the ministry together, whether it was on a bus route or, um, out soul winning or singing in a tour group or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. We just had fun. And we just love serving the Lord together and just laughing and enjoying Bible college. Some of the greatest memories of my life uh, were in Bible college. And just some of the funniest stories, some of the greatest memories that I've ever had. And some of the, the closest friends I've made, uh, the, the closest friends in my life I made at Bible college. The guys that I still correspond with, many of them our pastors, missionaries, assistant pastors, and we still talk, you know. Yeah. So those fears that I had coming in, looking back on, it's it's kind of silly. But it was, a, it was a genuine fear that I had. It was something I was surprised by. It wasn't a caste system where, you know, you have your elite, you know, right. pre future preachers of America one right. day. Seminary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then here's the lowly peons who just simply pay the school bill. To, right. You know, the education the, major yeah. guys. Yeah. And, you know, it's all level. <laughs> it was all level playing ground. And I like yeah. what you said. You were able to share, you know, some of your your aspirations, your dreams that weren't necessarily full-time ministry. And it, it wasn't like the faculty, like, how dare you right. consider doing anything other than being a pre preacher? Oh, no, you not know. at all. Yeah, not at all. In fact, what, what I feel like they did is we found ways to take some of the things that I enjoyed mm -hmm. and some of the desires I had, the interest I had, and adapt them to, hey, how could you serve God with that? Right? Yeah. Um, because honestly, all of the, the interests I had was how could I serve me with that and my maybe my hmm. ego or how could I serve you it's know. just natural to be that way yeah yeah, yeah. you know and you have and I think it was a good thing to have some direction and have a plan and have desires to do something 
right as a young man. I think that was good. Um, I felt like I had more planned out, you know, more desires and aspirations than some of the, you know, other guys my age. But, but having that, that understanding that those desires should be directed toward how, how can I serve the Lord? Mm. Those desires need to be directed at how can I serve in my church? How can I help the next generation? Whatever that may be. And uh, I think that was some of the things that the faculty helped direct me on and, and kind of bolster that desire for me. So Bible college wasn't everything you expected to be. It was you know, better than you thought it would be. Yeah, and ways. what was it then that made you go from, I'm here for a year to I'm here for four years and eventually becoming a Bible college graduate? Right. Well, I would love to say it's because I you know, was so spiritual that I decided, you know what, I'm going to stay for four years within, you know, the first week of me being here. Uh, that's just not the case. Um, so going into uh, really my second month here, uh, my parents called me up and grew up in Illinois, just a couple hours from here, not even a couple hours yeah. from here. And it really one of the main reasons I chose this Bible college, one of the reasons I chose the Bible college is what my pastor was here and I loved him and it was close to home. Yeah. Right, and I was only going to be here for a year, so why move all the way across the country, right? So I decided uh, to to do that, and my parents called me up two months in and said, "Hey, we're moving to Texas. We're moving to the South." Ooh. And I was like, I, I was shocked, right? I'm I, I am a city boy. I'm a northern guy. I love Chicago. I love this. Is just this feels like home to me. So I was shocked by that, and it was not on the table when I came to Bible college. It really wasn't, mm. and. Um, so that was a shocking thing for me, and I got, I, honestly, I got a little depressed about it, right? I, I got a little um, bitter, I wouldn't say bitter at anybody, but I got a little bitter about it, like, you know, this is m messing with my plans a little bit. I was planning to come back home and, and do some community college, right, to get mm -hmm. some cheap credit, all this kind of thing. I had this whole plan, and now it was kind of crumbling. And I uh, went out to visit my parents at Christmas in this new location and, and like the people there and the church there and everything there it was nothing negative about them, but it just didn't feel like home, right? Sure, yeah. uh, I wanted, you know, my room. My room <laughs> was gone. All of my stuff I owned. Everything of mine was in boxes in, at oh, the college, right? In the storage, right? So I had all of my stuff that I owned, all my baseball cards, all that silly <laughs> stuff, you know? And um, I decided... Uh, after that first semester and going into my second semester, I thought, well, you know what? Um, I I'm not going to go home, right? Uh, I'm not going to go back to this new area. So I'm going to stick around. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a really good job. And I'm going to try to see if I can keep this job. And uh, if I keep this job over the summer and things go well, I'll come back for a second year. If yeah. I, I told myself, if this job doesn't work out for whatever reason, maybe then I'll just move back to you know where my parents are at. So I kind of made that decision and, and then uh, kept the job and, and came back for a second year. Well, then after a second year, it was better than the first. Uh, I enjoyed it. I started to deepen my roots a little bit more. I started to uh, get to know the faculty even better, started to get to know our pastor here mm -hmm. better, um, Pastor Gomez, and, and started to you know really create a lot of friendships, um, ties to the ministry and the bus ministry, things like that. So uh, as I started to kind of mature, this became more and more like home to me, right? And I, I enjoyed it and I loved it. And then going into my third year and fourth year of Bible college, I met my wife, 
right? The, the most important part of me coming to Bible college. Now you ain't leaving. Right. Now I'm not leaving, right? I'm not leaving until she's with me. So uh, I, that was, you know, obviously this is kind of trite, but if I wouldn't have been here, you know, for four years, I wouldn't have met her, sure. you know, and I wouldn't be married to my wife. And uh, it, that, you know, such an important decision um, mm-hmm. in your life. And, and it was the right place at the right time. And I met my wife here and, and now we're raising our children here, you know, and it's a wonderful place. One of the things that I always try to I always want to tell young people, you know, if they're like, well, I'm going to graduate college or high school and then I'm going to go off into a secular college. And I, I want to ask them, like, okay, well, that's fine. Um, but, you know, if you have plans of being married, raising your you know, children in church, you know, being there on Sunday morning, you know, happy little family in church, where are you going to find that Christian spouse? Is it at the state university? Right. I, I, you go to state university, no. the pool of people to pick from is like very small. Count them on one hand, I, right. would, I would think. Yeah. Go to a Bible college, okay, you enlarge your pool and assumed that most people there actually right. want to serve the Lord. Right. Um, even still, some know. No. But, you know, you've, you've increased your chances at right. least of, you know, fulfilling that goal. Yeah. A lot of that for me was trying to be really self-aware. I was always, I felt like I was trying to be aware of my own spiritual maturity mm-hmm. um, and deciding that Bible college is not really what I want, but it is probably what I need. Yeah. Right. Um, I wasn't probably going to be super successful as a Christian at a, the Catholic university that I was wanting to go to, mm-hmm. right? Um, so understanding that, um, my spiritual maturity and making those decisions based on that and being aware of where God was going to best use me was super important. So to wrap it up, we got to tackle this question. Here's a young person about to graduate high school. I'm not called into ministry and like, do I waste four years at Bible college? Uh, if I'm not actually going to go into ministry. And I want you to answer that question. Was four years of Bible college, graduating from Bible college, a waste of time for where you are now? Not in ministry. You're serving in our church, obviously, but you're in secular employment. What did you get out of Bible college that was worth it? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, direction is number one, right? I aimed all of my desires and all of my um, interest were aimed from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. And having that understanding there, right? Learning good Christian ministry, laymen in every church need to understand how the ministry works and understand what it takes to run a, sun, a Sunday school class and what it takes to run a soul winning ministry. So having that kind of guidance around me was very important. And then ultimately having just a general desire to serve the Lord and making Christian friends that I will keep for forever right? Uh, Have forever and uh, that I can reach out to and I can call some in the ministry and some not, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That I can call and and just share. We have that shared experience of going to Bible college together. I think those I could never discount, right? And I was able to go. I've I've gone to a four-year university after Bible college, right? You recently graduated. I did. Just a couple weeks ago, I think, Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. So um, recently graduated from uh, another four-year university. I don't have any friends that I carried over from that. I have some acquaintances and some people that I might have their phone number still and faculty that I enjoyed, but nothing quite like what Bible College gave me. Nothing that could even compare. It's a wonderful experience. Well, I hope this can help some Christian teenager out there considering Bible College and give them a little bit of direction and encouragement there. So thanks so much for joining us. You can catch us on uh, the YouTube channel and also on the audio-only platforms as well.